Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 230. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. You have now pushed play to another blazing week, and I got to tell you what an amazing week we had for the podcast. You know, this podcast never stops, never ends. Uh, even through the weekend, we get things going for the podcast. So I just want to remind you guys, stay tuned. We got a lot going, uh, especially for the month of July. Uh, I just want to remind you guys uh, just to... Uh, Tune in every Thursday. Every Thursday we got new episodes, new content on the way. Uh, and I just want to let you guys know this podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or basically anywhere you get your podcasts. And you know, this week was an exciting week for me. Uh, we just been able to just stay inside, out of the heat, uh, trying to get out of those triple digits. You know, uh, it's been like already a whole week since, since it's been... Uh, the hottest of the year uh, last week on Saturday, which I ended up uh, just not feeling good. Uh, it wasn't a good day for me on last Saturday as uh, that heat wave, it probably got to everybody. Uh, but I ended up feeling real nauseous, real bad. Uh, so I definitely had to take the day off from that. Uh, couldn't, couldn't really <clears throat> get recover. Uh, I, I was cramping all weekend. Uh, it was bad. It was so bad. I, I don't know why I'm not used to the heat this year. This year has been the worst for me. And I'm just trying to, you know, just just keep myself uh, motivated, uh, try to keep myself hydrated. Uh, being hydrated, that has been the hardest part. You know, I ended up getting a couple of these uh, thermo flasks from Costco. And uh, it's been helping a lot just by reminding myself to when I look at the at the jug to get a drink of water um, just trying to stay on top of that hydration I mean besides that the heat hasn't been too aggressive uh, during the week so I, I I've been able to just stay in the coolness stay by a fan at least uh, and actually I ended up swimming this weekend uh, kind of interesting uh, but that's how I've been trying to really uh, stay cool through these uh, brutal temperatures. And I just want to remind you guys, it, it, it's not going anywhere. You know, we're right here in July, and, and July is always one of the hottest times of the year. And I, and it's going to be uh, throughout the week 100. Uh, the highest is going to be again this weekend uh, on Saturday. It's going to be 108. Uh, so I just want to just continue to uh, warn you guys that it is going to be an excessive heat weekend to get ready for it. Um, and, I mean, we were kind of lucky this summer as I felt like these 100-degree temperatures took a while to get here. And I think that's why it's, it's been hard to, like, acclimate to uh, that, the weather just because it, was, it felt like it was all of a sudden. And now that we're, we got a couple weeks and I've been kind of used to it, now I'm getting okay with it. My body's starting to adjust to it. Um, I didn't think I was going to have a hard time this year. You know, as we saw some of the uh, most rain that we've seen for a long time. And it, it, was, it was cool all the way through June. Uh, but once we got right into the end of June and into July, that's when it started getting hot. And that's literally right now... I have my plants outside. They're looking wilted. Uh, been trying to have. To, I, I've been having to water them an extra day, uh, uh, or yeah, 
extra day during the week. Um, we got our sunflowers going, we're shining bright. We got our cucumbers going, um, our tomatoes, and also we ended up doing some uh, blueberries. So looking to get a little bit of more different type of yield this year for our our, uh, our garden. Uh, but I'm excited because uh, I've just been trying just to grind out during the week. Uh, just trying to make moves for the podcast, trying to make moves for uh, myself, you know. Uh, just trying to stay, stay disciplined to my workout plan uh, and adding an extra day this week actually uh, kind of helped me. Um, I ended up starting to uh, put swimming into my workouts. And last week, I ended up doing like 40 laps in, in my pool. And then I ended up doing some uh, aerobic exercises and walking back and forth in the pool. Um, and I have to tell you, that was some some hard work. I've never I've never been sore from swimming. Uh, and this this time when I did the laps and I did the walking, I ended up sore for like three four days. Um, it was not good. I was I was so so sore, and I, you know it's been a while since I went swimming like that. It had to be at least two or three years since I was like actually doing laps in the pool, and that right there I, I feel like is a key thing that's gonna help me out just by getting those muscles that I haven't used for a while, and and and, and starting to adjust to them. You know, um, especially being sore, that was the hardest. I, I could not move my legs. I could not move my, my chest or my arms. So I've been able to see the difference between the workouts. And then last night, I went back to my band's workouts. And gosh damn, was I so tired. I, I, I was so exhausted by the end of uh, the workout. You know, a workout that usually takes me an hour. Last night, it took me a little bit over an hour, 20 minutes. You know, but I did have to, uh, I, I've been putting more stretching in my workout, so uh, that that actually takes a little bit more time, but I, I just felt way more exhausted yesterday than I have ever felt. <laughs> I mean, after a long day of work in the heat and then going, you know, straight to a workout is a tough thing. So I definitely want to start either getting my workouts in in the morning or uh, try to get it in right at the, right, right right before I go to bed, but. Just staying disciplined this week and, you know, also being disciplined on, on this podcast, trying to keep up with, you know, the guests that are coming on the pod. And last week I brought up uh, that I I, did, I was going to record the Blaze Talks number 15, which we did. I had J-Lab Basketball and Diamond Fitness in here in, in the podcast. Uh, and what, what great guests we had, you know, learned a lot of things about not only fitness, uh, but also basketball, as J-Lab is uh, one of the trainers uh, for City College, and then now he's uh, starting to branch off and do his own thing and uh, starting to uh, actually host his own clientele at their own gym. So they have a lot going for themselves, and I know Diamond Fitness has been doing it for a long time. Sharon was talking about just what she's been through and also how she got where she is. You know, this was a great talk that I think could, you know, if even if you're not in, into fitness, even if you're not into basketball, this is a great talk to listen to just because it's two people that are that are on the same page and they look at the same uh, their, their craft at the same 
the same way. You know, it's kind of cool to hear, you know, uh, how a fitness um, business and a, and a basketball business can coincide and live together under one roof. And this is going to be something that everybody's going to be able to, to, to get something from, um, and especially the next generation of basketball players and athletes, because I think they're going to have hands-on one of the best places to, to go. Um, and I, I think sometimes it, it goes with the youth, and it also goes with the mindset that, you know, J-Lab or Jalen, uh, who, who is part of J-Lab basketball. Um, his dad was a, a great Fresno State uh, basketball player. And, you know, and, and, and he talks about going through that, but also uh, making his own kind of name for himself. So this is going to be a great talk that I don't think anybody should miss. Uh, this is going to be probably released next Friday, July 30th. So make sure you guys... Or, or not not July 30th, I'm sorry, next week on July 28th. That's going to be that Friday, July 28th. So make sure you guys tune into that Blaze Talks. Make sure you guys are preparing for that Blaze Talks. I mean, this is one that I think is going to be great for everyone to hear, and especially if you're trying to get on uh, on a fitness journey. And I know I talk about, like, my fitness journey and trying to, trying to uh, you know, kind of... Um, Put myself in, in, in not their shoes, but just maybe their client's shoes. So you might hear me talk about, you know, different things and, and stuff like that. But make sure you guys just tune in. It's going to be a great time. And it's always a great one when we have guests on the Blaze Talk. So make sure you guys tune in and let me know uh, who we should get next on the, on the podcast. And this week I was able to listen to a lot of different music. Although hip-hop has been kind of scarce lately, I really had to dig deep, find something uh, new from an artist that I didn't even know he dropped um, a mixtape. And it, it's kind of crazy to think that you can actually get mixtapes on Spotify now. So I was kind of uh, reluctant to, to really listen to it, uh, especially because of how long it was, 25 songs. But... The artist that always comes with heat, Wiz Khalifa, and I just feel like Wiz just mastered, you know, the 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 mixtape scene. Like anytime he drops a mixtape, it's better than some of his, you know, his popular music. Um, and it just reminds me ago, like back when I was twenty years old, twenty one years old, when he first came out. You know, and we're listening to some of his uh, up-and-coming music. And this is the feeling that I get from him, that old whiz that you really wanted to listen to. Um, and I'm not going to say that evolution has changed him. I, I feel like he's always going to be that big kid. Uh, but this is like some boss music that, that really needed to come out. You know, it's been a while since we heard some type of music like this from Wiz. And I like that he did a 25-track effort to really, you know, get his his Pittsburgh on. You know, that, that's really what it is on this album when he uh, he's working with, you know, his uh, his his usual uh, production. Uh, but he also got production from Lex Luger, and he also got uh, production from I Am Sue. So those are some good heavyweight. Producers, which you know, 
even on the on the on the other side where we're talking about his features, you know, he really uh, stayed in house where uh, he really uses Taylor Gang signees uh, for their vocals. Um, but Khalifa right now is on a roll, especially because he's joined with Snoop Dogg on a tour. Uh, it's called the High School Reunion Tour. And if you don't know about the high school reunion, that they actually made a uh, made a made a uh, movie about it uh, for their first tour, and this was a, a, a I would have to say something new that you didn't get from other artists, and and these two like Wiz and Snoop have some kind of similarities that 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 that. I feel like they carry themselves the same way. They they handle business the same way, and yeah, they, they smoke weed the same way. But they're on this reunion tour right now, and they're making like it has to be at least over 30, 30 stops, um, which which is a big big tour, you know. So I really wanted to let you guys know this this mixtape was out there. Um, tons of music, like I said, twenty five songs. I think. Every song, I'm not gonna say is the best, but when it comes to a mixtape, you really can't compare it to their uh, uh, other part of bodies of work. So I really hold this as its own. Uh, but definitely, the list goes on. Um, some of my favorite songs are "The Homie," "The Referral," and "Pounds and Shrooms," which features Young DJ. So make sure you guys check out this mixtape. See ya from uh, Wiz Khalifa. Like I said, hip-hop hasn't been having very many hit uh, records right now. So you're really having to really look and see what, what's, what's uh, being dropped. And if you guys have any suggestions of what you, what you want to hear me review, let me know what to listen to. And let me know uh, exactly what you guys are listening to uh, this week. And this week I was able to watch tons of different shows and different uh, movies. And also YouTube. I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the new Guardians of Galaxy number three. Which sends off its heroes with some great music. I mean this, this movie is phenomenal. Um, I love what they do with this, with this uh, Marvel um, cinematic movie universe you know um i think after the three now i think we're kind of close to coming to an end and seeing what they might do with the next one um the tone of the movie really really got me right in the beginning uh as you know i don't want to give out too much of the movie but it, it just gets right into the nitty-gritty right in the beginning which i like um it has a lot of action. It has a lot of uh, turmoil. You know, they go through certain things that you don't think they're going to get out of, and then they end up getting out of it. Um, and I, I think this one has to be my favorite Marvel movie so far. Um, I'm a Deadpool guy. You know, I like Deadpool, and I like that kind of uh, dark and, and crazy humor. And this one had that, and I felt like, they played on it really well, and, and they they really uh, made this one something different than the other two. Um, the music was always fantastic. That's one thing I gravitate uh, to Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's how I ended up watching the first one. 
is because they had you know the red bone uh the red bone song that they use uh but that's what i gravitate to and that's why i kind of like this uh kind of which what marvel is going with some of their choices in their films um they're changing the way that i feel like their images and with guardians of the galaxy it was really just a send-off to the to their to their gang you know um they introduced the guardians of the galaxy in 2014 and they made a great great run with it and i think they have a lot more to go with it as well i'm not too sure which way they're gonna go next um i just know that to me they're some of my favorite superheroes um you know you got stupid you got crazy you got funny you got sweet um there's so much so much more that i think uh is gonna come from this one as long as you know people are willing to go to the movie theater and pay for it and watch it i think you know Marvel's gonna make these types of movies, uh, but but I feel like if you're into um, action, if you're into kind of a sci-fi uh, movie, and you like a great soundtrack, make sure you check out you know Guardians of the Galaxy. I think there's gonna be another one after this, of course, but it, it felt like this was kind of a, a conclusion um, movie. Or I, I don't know how, a conclusion to the to the series um, and to see what what they haven't really opened. That's what I'm saying, and, and, and it's gonna see we're gonna have to see what they're gonna do next with it. So make sure you guys check out Guardians of the Galaxy. I know it's still in the theater, uh, but you can you can check it out there. Or I, honestly, I've been using uh, Cody. Uh, I'm not gonna say to use that but i definitely use it to watch uh movies so make sure you guys are checking out anything that you uh haven't watched and let me know if there's anything on your list that you want me to see uh i love recommendations and i love to watch uh new new movies so make sure you guys give me those recs and now i want to talk about the world's biggest costco and while we're talking about the world's biggest Costco, I'll let you know where it is right now, where it exists. It exists in Salt Lake City, Utah, as they have one of the most unique facilities. And, and I have to say, you know, Fresno, California will be home to now the largest Costco warehouse in the world. It is proposed that they're going to build this 241,342 square foot facility that would yank the title from Salt Lake City, which they have a building that is a staggering 235,000 square feet. So they're proposing to make this uh, right there along that new uh, Herndon area. Um, and I, I feel like this is a big thing. And I feel like Fresno could actually have something that is the world's largest. <laughs> but it's gonna be it's gonna be great because um, they're also gonna be having uh, a lot of their commerce fulfillment in that same area. Um, 
they're going to be doing a lot of their e-commerce and also their regular traditional retail. Um, and it's going to be under one roof at that new Costco. Um, and it's it's going to be something great, but also at a cost. Um, I know Target has gone all in. Uh, Walmart has gone all in. But Costco is finally going to make their stand here in Fresno. Um, and in the Salt Lake City location, they also opened up that type of hybrid concept, which the store is dedicated to their business center, their commercial customers, and also their e-commerce customers. But the, comp the company says it does not comment on the location's opening more than three months before. Um, and right now, I felt like I saw it everywhere. I've seen it on Fresno B. I saw it on uh, Central Valley News. I saw it on ABC News um, last week. And I, I think the, the, the hardest part that I think people have is just the environmental impact. Um, I know they've had a lot of local residents around the area where they want to build it um, that have issues with that building, uh, but also they're going to have a certain time to be able to make a decision if they want that Costco in their area. Um, this warehouse is going to be about four four football warehouse uh, four football fields and the warehouse is uh, looking to project at least 32 fuel pumps 889 parking stalls a drive through car wash a cross docking logistics hub and all of a 22 parcel of former orch orchard land uh, the city estimates the location will see more than 10,000 visits and on a typical weekday jumping up to probably 14,000 on the weekends um, and Costco is a heavy hitter it's the sixth biggest retailer in our nation so they're making an investment I feel like in Fresno by bringing a new type of concept of what they want from their customers you know Costco and the city say that this new warehouse will replace the smaller one, which I believe uh, is the um, the Costco on Shaw and 99. Um, and their new location will be, I think, on that area of Herndon in 99. Um, so anyway, you kind of look at it, they're, they're, they're going to be closing one and opening one. And, you know, they're going to leave one building vacant and they're going to build a whole new one uh, but I feel like when you think of a company like Costco investing in our community that means more jobs that means a, a, a lot more uh, to come for the area um, and it, that area has been blossoming as well as we've seen a lot of urban sprawl and also a lot of demand in the area for grocery stores and whatnot. There's a ton of competition on that Herndon area, and I feel like if Costco has one of those big warehouses, it's going to definitely dominate. Um, so I, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I think, to me personally, I think it's a good thing that a business wants to start something so big in Fresno, and I think that's what attracts um, our Fresno leaders is literally we're going to have one of the biggest in the country. 
So it, it, it's a big it, it's a big move uh, for Costco and it's a big move for our city. And I hope you know the residents in that area really take uh, into account what it might bring to the local economy. But also you have to think about their house value and whatnot. But you know, I just want to let you know what's going on and w what they plan on doing. So make sure you guys tune into the Blaze Podcast for more around the valley. Now I want to talk about. MC Wicks and his latest video off of his album Vivid Visions and it's called Pray for Fresno and this is one of my favorite songs off of his album uh, Vivid Visions as he really uses his poetry to really uh, bless Fresno as he has been a talent for Fresno, been a front runner for Fresno and honestly he's probably the one that I feel like is going to take us to the next to the next level as he's been a staple for already about 15 years I think he's still a young guy as well he's still been working hard still putting together great bodies of work um, MC Wicks has been putting Fresno on the map every step of the way of his career and I feel like this video right here and this song is his dedication to a city and I feel like I want to continue to support Wicks any type of way. Um, I know he drops videos on the regular, and I haven't been really uh, putting him on. And I, I got to continue to support him and his uh, vision because what he's doing for the city and, and the music that he's laying down is just amazing. I mean, uh, this is not the, the type of music that you would hear from him. Um, and I feel like he goes out the box a lot of the way, uh, especially with this Vivid Visions album. Uh, but this video is touching. It really uh, puts perspective of what Fresno is really like, especially where he lives and maybe just the accounts that he's seen in his life. And I feel like this is something that I want to play on the podcast and continue to support. So make sure you guys... Listen to Vivid Visions. I know that's uh, probably his latest uh, project out. Uh, and you can find that on Spotify or anywhere you get your, uh, your, your or stream your music. Uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to more from Wix. So make sure you tune in uh, to the Blaze Podcast to, to, for more on your local artists and all your local music. Now let's talk about our local sports. And I want to talk about Valley Football Club, our Valley FC, who has fought hard, trained hard, and now this is their moment from all that hard work they have put in. I know for me, my my blood and my, my heart is pumping for these guys as they will be taking on C.D. Delfines de Abasolo um, for the Elite Eight in the UPSL League. Uh, this is their championship soccer uh, tournament. It's going to be July 23rd at 5 p.m. And this is going to be at the championship soccer stadium, which should be a, a, a great showdown. I know they have a lot more to go, a lot left in them. So this is really the road to uh, Virginia. Hopefully they'll be able to get past this team and, and get to the next um, final four uh, uh, and this is 
going to be a great game, I feel like, as, you know, uh, FC, Valley FC has been putting together some great showings this past season. So I believe they could get past this uh, Elite Eight. They could probably get into that championship round, and they can make Fresno proud. So make sure you guys are supporting your Valley FC any way possible. Make sure you guys follow them on Instagram. Make sure you follow them on Facebook and let them know that we are supporting them here from Fresno. So make sure you guys tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on Valley FC. Now let's talk about our Central Valley Fuego. As they jumped up one spot, they're now in 11th place in the USL 1 Soccer League. Uh, their record holds at 4-1-11. and 11. And last week, they defeated Lexington SC 2-1. Uh, and we had Eck score in the 48th minute and Chavez score in the 57th minute. Uh, they did have a tough, tough matchup. As, you know, possession of the ball really stood uh, in Lexington's favor. And, you know, we had a, a, a red card by uh, Carrera Garcias in the 35th minute. So we were playing really over-aggressive. I felt like we couldn't really get our yellow cards under control. But we still got the win as the Fuego got a 2-1 win. And this is going to be another... Uh, Challenging game for them uh, this weekend as they will face off against Charlotte Independence, who is second in the USL 1 division. So this is a great opportunity for the Central Valley Fuego to really get a win under their belt against a top-tier team and really maybe get another step into uh, those standings as uh, the season starts to, you know, really... Uh, as we're in the middle of the season, I have to say right now. So make sure you guys are supporting your Central Valley Fuego any way possible. And make sure you guys tune into the Blaze Podcast as we talk about the Central Valley Fuego more as the season progresses. Now let's talk about our Fresno Grizzlies. As our Grizzlies still are first in the California League North. Uh, they got a 16-4 and record, and they have been murdering these teams lately, uh, just annihilating uh, the ball and being able to hit the ball at a high level. Um, last week, they were facing off against Lake Eleanor on the road in a three-game series. They uh, won their first game 9-6, to lost their second game 2-3, to and won their third game 8-4. to um, and currently, they are in a six-game series with the Modesto Nuts here at home. Um, they lo- they won their first game seven to two and lost their second game two to three. Um, and then this week, they'll finish off um, against the Modesto Nuts Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which they'll be having theme nights every night this week. Um, tonight for Thursday is going to be '90s night. And Tioga Thursdays. On Friday is going to be 80s night. And Friday night fireworks. And then on Saturday you got 70s night. With Lowriders de Fresno. And then on Sunday you got St. Mark Sundays. Which you bring in your St. Mark receipt. And you get like $5 off your ticket price. 
Um, but this is going to be a good homestand as the next couple weeks, the Grizzlies will be on the road. Um, they'll be on the road against Inland Empire next week and then the Stockton Ports the week after that. Um, and then we will not see them until August 1st against Rancho Cucamonga. And they'll have a six-game homestead um, right in the beginning of August. So make sure you guys tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on your Fresno Grizzlies. And this week, I want to talk about the Fresno Pro-Am, which they will be starting their uh, playoffs for uh, their league. Uh, and they'll be starting off with their non-playoff play uh, versus Paper Route and Team Chill Suite. Then at 11.50, that will be at 10 a.m., then at 11.15 a.m., we'll have number three seed Playmaker versus number six seed Risk Takers. Then at 12.30, we'll have Team MGM and Team CVS. Then at 1.45, we'll have Team Generals. And then the winner of the three and six teams. And then we'll have the number one seed called My Agent. Uh, they'll be playing the winner of the fourth and fifth uh, seed. So make sure you guys are supporting this pro-am as it's probably some of the best talent right now around the valley, around um, the whole area, I would have to say. There, there's been some great, great um, content coming out of the pro-am. And you can check them out on uh, Instagram at Fresno Pro-Am and I'm going to tell you, you know, if we can continue to have this program here in Fresno and really uh, people gravitate towards it and like they have been, I think it's going to be a great, great thing for us. And especially as this is, you know, the second year that they've done it, this is going to be something bigger next year, I hope. Uh, but make sure you guys also are uh, paying attention to um, the date of July 30th, Sunday, July 30th. For the Fresno program, because they will be having back-to-school giveaways. They'll be giving away backpacks, school supplies, iPads, um, and that will be July 30th. And I think they're going to have actual NBA players in the building. So this is the finale. This is what is great about uh, the Fresno program is because they're going to give back to the community. And um, that date is approaching. I just want to remind you guys to make sure you, you support July 30th, the Fresno Pro-Am, um, back-to-school giveaways, like I said, backpacks, school supplies, iPads, and also uh, you'll be, we'll be having NBA talent here. Um, I think it starts at 2 p.m., but I will be talking about this next week, so make sure you guys tune in for more on your local sports. Now let's talk about the MLB, and I want to just talk about the NL West right now as we almost got a three-way tie for first place, but the Dodgers do lead right now uh, by one and a half games. They got uh, that up against the Diamondbacks and the Giants right now with the 55 and 40 record, which the Dodgers have really been playing well um, since the All-Star break. And last week they had a three-game series against the Mets on the road. The Dodgers ended up beating the Mets. 2-1 to one in that series. Uh, they won their first game 6-0. to zero. They beat the Mets their second game 5-1. to one. And then the Mets beat the Dodgers 2-1. to one. Then the Dodgers went on another uh, 
three-game series on the road uh, versus the Orioles, and they ended up going two and one in that series. The Dodgers beat the Orioles their first game six to four. The Dodgers beat the Orioles the second game ten to three, and then the Orioles beat the Dodgers eight to five their third game. And today they start a three-game series versus the Rangers over the weekend, and they'll also be on the road with that. And then the Dodgers go back home versus the Blue Jays over the week. And right now we got the Diamondbacks and Giants both at 54 and 42 in the NL West. Uh, but the Giants are in third place right now. Um, and they had a three-game series versus the Pirates last week. Um, and they beat the Pirates 3-0 to zero in that Getting able, being able to sweep them in the series, uh, they beat the Pirates six to four their first game. They beat the Pirates three to one their second game, and then the Giants beat the Pirates eight to four their third game. And then the Giants were still on the road versus the Reds, and they ended up going two and one. And with their uh, fourth game currently in session, um, the Giants ended up beating the Reds the first game four to two. The Giants beat the Reds the second game, 11-10. And then the Reds beat the Giants 3-2 on their third game. And currently, the Reds are beating the Giants right now 5-0 at the end of the eighth. So by the time you listen to this, they probably got over with the game. But the Giants are currently um, going to be on the road versus the Nationals for the next three games um, over the weekend. And then the Giants will be on the road versus the Tigers on Monday. And then they'll be um, on the road versus the Athletics on Tuesday and Wednesday. So make sure you guys tune in for more on the Giants. Now let's talk about the Padres, who have a record of 46-50. and 50, And they're currently fourth in the NL West right now. And last week... They had a three-game series versus the Phillies, which the Phillies got the better end of the series. They got a 2-1 win over the Padres. On their first game, the Padres beat the Phillies 8-3. Then the Phillies beat the Padres their second game 6-4. And then their third game 9-4. And then the Phillies finished off that series as, as the clear winner. And then the Padres ended up going against the Blue Jays, which they're currently in their third game right now in that series. But the Padres beat the Blue Jays their first game 9-1. to Then the Padres beat the Blue Jays 2-0 to their second game. And currently they're in their third game. Um, but the Padres will face off against the Tigers on the road this weekend. And then they'll be back home to take on the Pirates over the week. So make sure to tune into the Blaze Podcast for more on your NL West. And I would just like to just mention in the AL West, uh, we got the Angels at 49 and 48, and then the Athletics at 27 and 71. Uh, we'll talk about more of them next week as the MLB season continues. Uh, but make sure you guys tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on the MLB. Now let's talk about the NFL. And right now, the big talk of the NFL is basically the Washington Commanders sale, um, which they will be having a new owner. Um, at least 24 of the league's 32 owners must vote to approve the sale for it to be completed. And they had this meeting today. And uh, I believe the deal will get the green light. So I understand that the sale has to be uh, the 
current owners of the Commanders, Dan and uh, Tanya Snyder, who uh, signed and purchased an sale agreement to purchase the team for $6.05 billion. Well, the Snyders plan on selling the team to the group led by Josh Harris, an investor and philanthropist who already owns multiple teams such as the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, but the current owners have been under investigation in the NFL for workplace misconduct and also unlawful financial conduct. Um, Dan Snyder has also been accused of sexual misconduct for his behavior with former employees and allegations um, that he has been uh, denied. Uh, but this is going to be some change as, you know, the stadium sponsor FedEx asked the Washington Redskins to change its racist team name following a letter in the investors uh, gave the, the Redskins in 2020. Um, and I know this has been a, a big talk for a while, this sale. Um, and I know uh, a lot of the owners were probably happy that this is going to happen especially uh jerry jones who i already read that you know he arrived in a special mood uh and really uh, approved for the sale of the commanders from snyder to josh harris and said that today is one of the best days uh for the league and i think it's going to be a great thing for the commanders as they you know they've had struggles through the past uh, with their front end office and also just getting uh, talent to stay in Washington. Um, I know we've we've seen some great, great uh, teams from Washington in the past, but it, as of late, they haven't been really putting on a good product. So seeing that we're going to be getting new owners and this uh, approve will be uh, probably finalized soon. Um, I just think with all the scandals, with all the investigations, you know, you need to move on from this as uh, as an owner and, and really brush yourself off as clean and, and just move on with your life. You're still a billionaire. Doesn't make you less of, uh, of a man or less of who you are. It's just sometimes, you know, teams like this need a revamp. And seeing how long, you know, Redskins fans have been uh, fans for them and, uh, now turned into Commanders, and I think they're going to actually change their name from the Commanders after this. So it's going to be a crazy thing, but I think the NFL gets better from this, and I think the competition that uh, that NFC East is going to have is going to be a lot different now that there's going to be someone that knows how to run a successful club such as the 76ers such as uh the the red devils so it's gonna be great to have someone like that into the nfl so make sure you guys tune into the blaze podcast for more on the nfl now let's talk about the nba i just want to talk about uh the cavaliers winning the summer league this uh past summer um, and taking their first title since a tournament format has been implemented and that's been Oh, man, when they implement the tournament. I think it was 2013. Uh, but second year forward, Isaiah Mobley was named MVP of the final and finished with 28 points, 11 rebounds, and 3 assists. And Mobley is the older brother of Cavs center Evan Mobley and was the 49th pick in the 2022 draft. 
But seeing that the Cavs have this young talent to really put in motion for the team that they already exist for the Cavs is going to be great. It's going to be a, a little turnaround for the East and maybe uh, get them the motivation that they need to, to get to the next level, especially that the Cavs played at the high level with Donovan Mitchell and uh, his play and getting some of these young guys to uh, accumulate to what he has been putting together in Cleveland. I think it's going to be interesting, and I hope that you know Cleveland could, could use this bunch of guys and put them on the roster and help them excel. As you know, we haven't seen really much from uh, the Cavs since LeBron left. So it would be interesting to see if this young talent could really put them in a position to win and make them a contender in the Eastern Conference. I know last year they kind of went out in a bad way, uh, but you got to really have a bad taste in your mouth and really put that work in the summer and develop these players. And also Donovan Mitchell, you know, he doesn't like to lose. So hopefully we might see something from this as the Cavs win the 2023 Summer League Championship. And, I mean, I haven't seen a great team like this since the Lakers won it uh, when Lonzo Ball was the second-round pick. So make sure you guys tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on the NBA. But I want to say thank you for pushing play to this episode and every episode that you guys supported, you know, that support goes a long way for this independent podcast. I just want to remind you just to tune in every Thursday. Uh, make sure you guys share the podcast with someone new. Um, if someone hasn't heard about the Blades podcast, make sure you put them uh, in the way of the pod and let them know this is here for everyone on Thursdays. And then also make sure you guys are getting ready for that Blaze Talks number 16 coming out. Uh, later on this month as we will we'll be concluding July. So it's going to be a great time and make sure you guys just continue to support the city around you. It's going to be a great week. So make sure you guys just stay blazing. All right. Make sure you guys support all your local businesses. Make sure you support all your local artists. Make sure you support all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off episode 230.